This is the Shit You Need to Know podcast. I'm your host, Martha Riley. I'm a TEDx speaker, cheese pizza lover, and master human connector. I help introverts, people with social anxiety, and awkward humans of the world find confidence, connection, and their cool factor. Because have you ever been to a party and someone asked you a question that you didn't know the answer to? Yeah, me too. It fucking sucks. But that's where I come in. I'm asking the questions so you'll have the answers. So sit back, relax, because there's shit we need to know. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Shit You Need to Know podcast. This week we are talking all about online dating and how to craft the perfect profile and have a great attitude to get what you're looking for. But first, time for a question. This week, something happened to me that really shook me to my core, and I don't mean that in a dramatic way. Um, it really changed how I thought about myself. Um, I guess it started a while back when my friend Lauren asked me if I was an introvert or extrovert. And I mean, I host a podcast. Of course, I'm an extrovert. I love people. I love talking to people. But then she was like, well, how do you recover from from events? And I was like, well, you know, I like to nap. I like to read. I, I don't mind nights and at home. And she was like, no, you're an introvert. And I'm like, no, I'm not. That's ridiculous. And I and I kind of, you know, talked it away. Uh, didn't think about it again until this week when I was working on some branding stuff for this podcast. And my coach asked me, are you an introvert or an extrovert? I'm like, mm, you know, I'm an extrovert. And she's like, no, I think you're an introvert. And I think this podcast is for introverts. And I was like, mm, all right, whatever. Like, I'm paying you money. You're probably right. You know, we'll see. So then I thought about it more and more and more. And I'm an introvert, you guys. As much as I love people and love talking to people, if I'm at a full day of events, like when I went to that work conference in Orlando, I needed to relax and not talk to anyone for the rest of the night because it's overwhelming. That's not how I get my energy. How I get my energy is really being with myself and taking naps, reading books, and just recharging because that feels so nice. I love to go to parties and I love dancing and I love going out, but that's a lot of shit to do all the time. And I think I've sort of been burning the candle at both ends a little bit. So going forward this month, I'm really going to make that commitment to myself to, all right, slow down. You don't have to go out all the time. You're not going to miss anything because what you need is within you. As cheesy as that sounds, it's kind of true or so I'm learning it's true. So yeah, let me know. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? You can find me on Instagram at shite, or excuse me, I changed the username. It's at shit.2.no. And you can give me an email. That's still the same, shite to know at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. But I wanted to talk about dating and crushes this week because I feel like online dating is something we don't acknowledge or we do acknowledge it, but it's sort of all about the shitty people we meet and not about the good experiences we had or what online dating could teach us. So I'll start off by sharing the worst date I experienced through app dating and then 
we'll go some oh we'll get to the so good dates we'll get to some good dates it's not all bad i promise uh then we'll go over what you need to know about crafting a master profile and how to get that first date i also want to talk over expectations what you can expect to find on different apps and how to figure out what you're looking for without leading anyone on then we'll wrap it up and i'll give you some tips for some awesome first dates We'll do an episode uh, later on how to move from dating to relationships, because otherwise, I think that episode would be way too long. And also, I don't really know that much about it, so that's where I need an expert to come in. Now for my worst date ever. Honestly, I hope he's listening, because I think he needs to hear about this and learn that what he did was fucking weird. So, I highly doubt it, but you never know. But for a while, I was obsessively dating people because I had just gone through a breakup and I was really scared to be lonely. Uh, I think that's another point I want to make is do not date because you are trying to fill a void of some kind. You won't get what you're looking for and you're going to attract really shitty people that maybe you don't think you deserve, but the universe thinks you deserve because you don't know what you really want. It's a really vicious cycle. It definitely happened to me, and I can talk for ages about all the shitty men I met and the bad dates I went on, but just don't let it happen to you. And if you question your mindset on if you're ready to date, you probably aren't ready to date. That doesn't mean you're not ready to hook up or have some fun. That's definitely a possibility and something you totally can do, but question if you're ready to date and move on to a relationship. But back to the date. Uh, this guy... We're going to call him Reggie. Um, I don't know. I think that's a fitting name. But Reggie and I had been talking for a little bit. Um, I'm pretty sure we met on OkCupid. And, you know, what's weird is that I was actually on a couple of other apps at the time and he kept popping up. So I was like, all right, I guess this is a sign I'll go on a date with this guy. But I was pretty busy and I think he was too. So we, we couldn't meet right away. And I feel like he actually made a point of saying that he was very busy and only selectively dated people. So I was like, well, hot damn, I gotta get in if he's too busy. <laughs> um, finally, something worked out, though. And I asked if he wanted to go to dinner because, I don't know, at this point, what did I know? I usually just thought dinner is something you did on a date. I thought that was a really common first date. Um, it is, but I will teach you better ones later in the episode. So keep listening. <laughs> Anyway, Reggie said no because his anxiety was too high to go on a dinner date. And I thought it would be, and he thought it would be better if we could do something more chill. Uh, don't get me wrong, I totally under understand anxiety a lot, but I was a little confused mostly because he really did seem eager to meet me. So I thought that he maybe wanted to, I don't know, take things slow or he was just really that nervous. I don't know. But, I offered to go on a walk instead. It's a low-key activity. There's no harm, but here's where it starts getting weird. He texted me on the way over and asked if he could stop by this cigar shop that I lived close to at the time. I mean, okay, fine, whatever. Um, I assumed that it would mean he would smoke it, smoke the cigar before our date. Um, how wrong I was. How wrong I was. Reggie came over and we went on that damn walk, but he decided he was going to smoke the cigar as we were walking. 
as we were walking, people. He inhaled the nicotine too fast um, and then proceeded to fucking puke all over the sidewalk. Not once, but in multiple spots. Um, I'm literally not exaggerating. I wish I was. It was so... Like, just what the fuck that I didn't even know what to do. I kept walking because what are you doing that point? <laughs> we had to stop at a gas station um, to get some pop to settle his stomach. Oh, my God. I like I can't think about this. It's it's a really it was disgusting because we were on a walk. I couldn't go home. I'm not a bad person, so I didn't want to abandon him. It was just a mess. He also after he threw up. Um, he also told me how many people he had slept with, as if that sort of counteracted the fact that he puked in front of me. He also mentioned that he sailed a lot. <laughs> I almost want to be like, don't date this guy if you find him on dating apps, because I know I'm sure he's still out there. Um, but just, just keep in mind that bad dates can happen to anyone. But I was just obviously so impressed at this point, so... Good job, Reggie. You win the title of bad first date for me. Like I said, I'm going on the bad dates, so you'll have all my dating answers. But that brings me to my first point. I don't think you can necessarily be gung-ho on dating sites as the solution to your single dumb. Um, rather to find your third, your unicorn, or to find one night stands. Uh, what I mean is you can certainly find your soulmate and other people, other types of people that you're looking for, but I don't think you can be absolutely certain of that fact and think that there are no other ways to meet people. I think you set yourself up for a lot of disappointment if you think every date you go on will end up in you meeting your soulmate and you'll date forever and be happy and get married. This happened to me a lot. I would go on dates where I was like, oh my God, this is the perfect guy. And then he ghosts me we don't talk again and I get crushed all over again. So keep those expectations in mind. You certainly can find your person. I know it happens to many people. Um, I know people who have gotten engaged after meeting on dating apps. I know people who have broken up after long-term relationships on dating apps. There's really a full spectrum of things. So dating tip number one, you probably won't know if they're the one on the first date or the second date. It's great to have many dates to get that feeling out there and really to clarify your expectations as this relationship with this person goes on. Because I totally get the appeal of online dating. Um, for some people like me, you know, I'm pretty shy and I would probably never ask someone out in public. I would never ask someone for their number if I met them at the bar. Um, perhaps you guys, if you do, that's amazing. But that's something that's like way out of my comfort zone. <laughs> you know, you also may live in a big city where it's impossible to narrow down people you'd like to date. So that's why dating apps help as well. Dating in Minneapolis is pretty hard. I can't imagine dating in New York where there's literally like 10 million people half of them are probably single and then divide that in half they're probably men and women so depending on what you're interested in it's just it's impossible so dating apps can really help narrow it down i will say if you're probably in the you know farther out of the burbs in a smaller town i'm not sure this would like be the best way to meet people but again um i don't live in a small town so i don't know check out farmersonly.com it's there for a reason <laughs> 
But back to the expectations part, I think you can have expectations about the individual people you go on dates with. So perhaps you decide that one day you'd like to have some fun and hook up with someone once, rather than go on these continued dates. You can have expectations about that person and about that connection you will have, because you meet, you find each other attractive, and you go off and take your clothes off. Cool. Great. I'm happy for you. Practice safe sex. That's that's my only tip. But if you do date someone with the intention of a relationship, you are also allowed to do that. That's totally fine. You are allowed to try and fit someone in your dating specifications. You can determine if they exude relational qualities. I know for me that a big relationship quality is they have to get along with my friends. They have to um, be really thoughtful and kind and make me laugh. And I know those are all like basic white girl things, but it's true. That's what I value most in a partner. So I really do encourage you to find out and write those expectations down or maybe think about it because you'll be surprised. And I also encourage you to expand your horizons date a Gemini. Stay away from Scorpios. I can't tell you what you want, but I can tell you to be open and approach dating in from a confident and carefree manner. So I'll talk a little more about getting my shit together, but when you're confident in who you are and listen to my episode on confidence, if you're not sure how to achieve that, you naturally attract more people that are interested in you for the right reasons. When I was dating a lot, like I said, I was attracting low-quality men, like Cigar Dude, fucking Reggie. I definitely was not healed from my breakup of a relationship of three and a half years. And kind of sadly, I didn't really believe that I could find love again. I was sort of in that, like, weird, transient, hopeless space. I questioned my decision on if I should even break up with my ex-boyfriend because I, I felt so much that I was resigned to not find love again, and this was the best I was going to do. Not that he's not a great person, we still talk and we're still friends, but I was convinced I would never find the right person. Not until I finally got my shit together and worked on myself. Um, I credit that hard work to my coaches. The first thing they told me to do, as well as date with destiny, is when I finally started to attract the guys I wanted to attract, uh, men that are caring, confident, actually see me as a person rather than a warm body. Because I know that sounds harsh, but sometimes that's really true. I was a warm body to some men because I didn't see myself as something more. I was a fucking bed warmer for these dudes that I would sleep with. And sorry, Dad, I should have cut that part out for you, but... It's it's an extreme example that I definitely don't want to happen to anyone. I want you to get what you want in a healthy and meaningful way. And even after you listen to this episode and you work on yourself, if you don't feel like that's coming to you, um, reach out to me because I want to be there to help you because I'm very passionate about human connection and meeting the right people and creating your tribe. So if you can't if you feel like you're stuck and you can't do that, let me know. I will do whatever I can to help you. Seriously, please do. But how do we do that? First, I need you to get really clear on what you actually want. Journal it out. Ask yourself what you want and then ask yourself why you want that. Ask what is stopping you from getting what you want. 
Um, the next question is, are you trying to fill this single gap with something or is that something you feel will genuinely uplift your life? So what do I mean by that? Is that when considering to pursue relationships and dating, um, a relationship will not make you whole. I promise you that. Uh, you can even, it's, it doesn't make you whole because you need to be whole yourself before you can add someone else to the equation. I can't stress that enough. And I, and I'm finding that to be very true as I go along this relationship journey. But I even want you to get really specific. You can go as far as what you think they'll look like. Your dream man, woman, partner would look like. How tall are they? What color are the eyes? How do they laugh? I don't fucking know. Get as specific as you want to because, you know, that way you can be clear on your expectations when you're going into apps and you start swiping. But again, I want to stress this. If you're trying to fill a gap, stop listening. This podcast won't be for you. Come back to it when you feel that you've worked on yourself enough and feel confident enough to let another person into your life and share some powerful, intimate moments. The purpose of a relationship is to find someone to share your life with in the sense that it'll be fun, carefree, and passionate. It's not to find someone to share your life with because you couldn't imagine doing anything without the other person. You must be with them at all times and you don't do anything on your own. It's a fine line to walk and sometimes I honestly can't tell for myself, but I always... I always think about it. I'm like, okay, am I like smothering him too much? Even though I really want to spend time with him, I also need, you know, to adjust to this new relationship. You don't want to be the person who ignores all of their friends for their significant other. I've seen it happen time and time again. And it's, it's sad. Like your friends miss you, you guys. Don't do that. That is a stage 10 clinger. You don't want to be that because you're going to end up on this podcast. Once you know what you want, you are fucking ready to date, my friends. Um, I'm going to focus on dating apps because, like I said, fuck if I actually know how to meet people in the wild. Like, college, I guess, but I'm not in college anymore, so I don't, I don't know. I don't do that. That's, that's an extrovert thing. <laughs> there are a couple of different apps that you can use, and I'm going to quickly highlight the pros and cons for each of them. Uh, the main one I'm sure you have all heard of is Tinder. Tinder is the big granddaddy of the modern dating app world. It's really the one that popularized the swiping, but it hasn't been around the longest. That belongs to OkCupid and Match.com and eHarmony, those more traditional sites. And before I get to the pros and cons quickly, I just want to say that all dating apps can be used to find whatever you want. But certain apps maybe more have a reputation for hooking up or dating compared to the other ones. Um, Tinder is known as the hookup app. It can certainly use to be fine relationships. Uh, my last boyfriend and I dated for a long time and we met on Tinder. I know a lot of people have met on Tinder, but no judgment if you are looking for just a quick and dirty fling. Maybe you're, I don't know, flying to a different country and you want to have sex with a Spaniard. Who am I to say? I'm not here to judge. The next app I want to highlight is Bumble. Bumble is different because the woman can take control. I'm framing this as women interested in men and men interested in women. I know the app functions slightly different for same-sex relationships, 
Both women and men can swipe on the app, but women get to make the first move. So if you're like me, if I swipe on a guy and you get a match, I can either message him or not message him. It's really up to you if you get a good second look at your his profile and like, okay, no, not for me. There's no harm. But the purpose of this app is to really illuminate that like creepy dude messaging us, um, whether it's just, you know, hey, what's up? W-I-D, what you doing? Like, uh, I'm so tired of that. Like, no, no, don't do that. So this app is sort of the purpose. The purpose of Bumble is to really get rid of that sort of, you know, messaging quality. There are two other apps I want to go over with. So we went over Tinder, mostly known as a hookup app. Bumble, you can definitely find both on it. I know some people that have found relationships on it, and I know some people that just use it for hooking up, so it just depends. OkCupid is a really wide app. There are lots of people on it. It's a really old app. It's definitely been around for a really long time, and the profiles are a little bit more involved on this one. You can answer a lot of questions, um, whereas Tinder and Bumble, it's just kind of like... You get a uh, 140 characters to say something witty and smart, maybe a little bit more, but it's, it's really like, okay, impression next. But in OkCupid, you can really take the time to look at different profiles. The next app I want to talk about is Hinge. And Hinge is kind of new to the dating scene. Um, maybe I should have done more research, but I feel that when I was first dating back in, I think it was 2014. I, yeah, I was like a sophomore in college. I don't think this one existed. Or if it did, um, no one I knew was on it. But Hinge is pretty cool. I would say this is definitely more geared toward relationships. Um, I found that the quality of people can be a bit higher, especially for men. Um, I did look at some profiles of women. I had to switch my preferences. Um, more on that later. But Hinge is a little different because you can really, you know, like the person and then they can see that you liked them rather than just sort of blind swiping. So you could then you can either pass or go on. Um, and you get a little more of in-depth questions. I think there were some really witty questions that I tried to answer when I was on the app. Um, so that's a really good one, I think, for relationships. It's more geared towards that. Do your research when you're looking for an app to go on, and there's literally no shame in going on more than one. I think at one point I was on all four because the people are different on all four, and maybe I shouldn't have revealed that. I feel like that sounds like I dated a lot. Not necessarily true. If one app doesn't work out, go ahead and try another. There's no shame in finding the right fit. And you can also, you know, delete one, download it a week later. The experience has really changed, and that's what I didn't like about online dating, is it's really a crapshoot who you're going to find at any given time. Now let's go over what to put in your profile. And before we do that, I'm going to read you some really shitty examples I screenshotted. This guy, Todd, is 26. He is... His self-summary on OkCupid is just balls. B-A-L-L-Z. That's it. That's his whole profile. This next guy, Sean, um, he's 27. His self-summary is, I'm not very handsome, I'm not very popular, so I'll have lots of time for you. In what world does that make me feel better? Like, am I also not handsome or pretty? Am I also not popular? I don't know. Clingy? Don't like it. 
Um, another issue that I see in profiles is that they're really fucking long on OkCupid. They can really, this guy, Aaron, who's 30, his is three paragraphs. I'm not going to read all of it. I do think there are, there is some good content in this three paragraph, um, bio, but I think it could also be summarized into three sentences. Oh, it's six. I only could fit three into one screenshot. My bad. Yeah, don't do six. Uh, this is this guy, Alex24. Um, I'm changing all these names, so don't worry. Um, this profile is fine. This is on OkCupid again. He has a lot of bullet points, but what stands out to me is he says, I smoke weed, but mostly have my shit together. Great. I don't, I'm not looking for someone who's mostly having their shit together. I'm looking for someone who does. So maybe I would swipe left on that. This guy, Dom, uh, 29, I really like this. This is on OkCupid again. We're, we're just going in order. He says, I am what I am, a city boy who loves to write. I talk too much, I care too much, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Peter Pan is my favorite Disney movie. That's good. That's a solid profile. Uh, this guy, Chris, 23, this is on Bumble now. His little summary is, your parents will love me. Need to have a desire to travel and road trip. Ability to golf and snowboard is a plus. Let's check out all the national parks. Cool. Chris is an adventurer. Sounds great. Sign me up. This is a really good one. I think this was my favorite one coming across all the profiles, but Ben, 26, he is an outgoing extrovert who has been let down by the wild one too many times. I mean, a Minnesota sports fan would know that, yeah, that fucking sucks. Like, I get it. So that's a great profile. I also, um, I just want to read one more from the men, and then I do want to go in some of the great women profiles that I saw, but this is, I fucking hate this. Uh, this guy is Rob. He says his ideal night out is showing me around Utah since I'm here for the week. <sighs> I don't like that. If you're going to a place and you're saying, show me around for the week, like that's just, the dude's a douche. He wants to take advantage of you. Don't do it. I don't like that. All right. Oh, this is another good one. I'll read this one quick. This guy's name is John. Um, he says, looking for someone just as nerdy as me. Tell me your fandoms and maybe we'll get a beer sometime. Tell me your favorite D&D moment and I'll tell you mine. So that's what I love about strong profiles is that strong profiles will have a question in there for you to answer. Like, tell me your favorite D&D moment, or tell me your favorite Minnesota Wild play player, or tell me the last good movie you saw. I think those are great conversation starters, and it makes it way easier for people who are nervous about, you know, saying the right thing first. It just goes way easier, especially on Bumble when women can work when women can swipe first and message first, this is, it's amazing. I'll tell you that. It made it really easy to talk to these types of people. I will say that in general, what I saw when I, you know, switched to the women profiles and from men profiles, women are kind of better at this. Like, pat yourself on the back. Y'all know how to write a damn good profile. There were some bad ones, but for the most part, what I saw was like, pretty good, pretty solid. Um, one thing that is a huge difference is that a lot of men don't know how to take pictures of themselves. Don't get pictures that are like six years old and you don't even look the same. Get a female friend, tell them, hey, I'm into online dating. Can you help me make my profile or can you help me take better pictures? They would love to, seriously. Some of the pictures are just, they're bad. Like, 
I'm sorry. Get a photographer. Get a friend to take pictures for you because that's a key part. Um, make sure your face is, you know, focused in the photo. Don't, I saw one profile where a guy had every picture in his profile was him with two other guys. I didn't know which one was him. Literally five pictures, not one single one of him. Also, fish pics, stay away, homies. I know you want to include it, and maybe there's some women who like that wild fishing side, but I, I feel like you're compensating for something when you put a fish pick up. Let's just say that. So, on to the female profiles. Uh, Melissa is good at chilling, and she has a little emoji. Emojis are great to use. Um, just don't overuse them. I know. It's a fucking game, right? There's a lot of variables. Um, I will say, if you really want to find a good, solid article, I will link this in the show notes. Dr. Nerdlove is a blog that I found when I was sort of researching this article, and he brands himself as a dating master for nerds. He has fantastic tips on what to put in your profile and how to ask people out. Um, I recommend that as supplemental listening to this podcast. Uh, but then Melissa says, I get paid to teach how to, I get paid to teach kids how to play music. It's pretty cool. Okay, sweet. That's cute. Like, I love that. Melody, 27. I sing, I work out, I hoop, I study, I work. Criminal justice major. I love going to games, concerts, arcades, movies, and bars. Just looking to meet new people. I'm sort of new to Minnesota. So that's great. She lays out her expectations clearly. If you're a guy, it does come across creepy as just looking to hook up, just looking for one night stands. But so maybe don't do that. But with a woman, you can be like, you know, I'm just looking to meet new people, not looking for anything serious. I think that's totally fine and totally acceptable. I am sorry that there is a lot of double standards. It seems like I do apologize, but I don't make the rules. Uh, so Mikey, 23, this is a female as well. She says, in serious need of a rebound. Cool. It lays it out there. That's fine. So those are some examples of good female profiles. I'm pretty sure mine was not that good. As I was researching this episode, I definitely revamped it. But I learned my lesson. Definitely check out that Dr. Nerd Love or ask a friend to look over your profile. I think that will make a world of a, dis a, world of a difference because your friends want the be best for you, right? So make sure that they look over your profile and that everything looks great because I think that'll be worth your time. So... When you're swiping and swiping, how do you pick someone up? What are the good pickup lines you can use? I don't have any specific pickup lines except ask a witty question and mention their profile. Like I said, that guy said, you know, let me know your favorite D&D &D moment. Great. Answer that question. Or you can say, you know, I don't play D&D, &D, but I wanted to learn. How could you teach me? That's a great line. I probably have used that before. One thing I will say is do not batch pickup lines. Like, don't copy and paste the same thing to every guy because that's not going to get you any results or to every female. They'll be like, okay, cool. You know, vodka or tequila, big fucking deal. Vodka. Like, what's the, where does the conversation go after that? Try to ask open ended questions that will you know, get a thoughtful and thought-provoking answer because that's really where dating goes. You want to have these good conversations. And I think that is also another great point is when you're talking to people on these apps, make sure to keep the conversation going. Don't like say like, haha, 
and then end it. I mean, unless it's, it, it is really that bad and you do, you're not interested. But if you are interested in someone, let them know because that's also part of the expectations. Like, move off the app as quickly as you can. I think. And one strategy to do this, and it's definitely worked for me before, is you're talking and talking. And maybe he asks you, what's your favorite movie? And you say, oh, I like this movie, but I'd love to tell you about the last good movie I saw over drinks this week. Boom. Done. You have the ball in motion. It's ready. That You know, the ball is in his court or her court. They can make the next move. Um, sometimes they will ignore the hint. So you may need to be a little bit more direct, like, oh no, like, I want to go out with you. You seem interesting. Are you free this week? You might have to be as direct as that. As a female, I do appreciate it when I could just, um, you know, someone would ask me out and be like, oh, okay, cool. This guy's interested. Great. That made me way less nervous for the first date. You really want to get off the app as soon as possible because otherwise you will be pen pals. And who wants that? That's not what you're there for. Remember those expectations that you lined out for yourself. Follow those. And if they don't meet them, then you can say next. I will say be open-minded because not ev- not one person can meet all of your needs. I have learned that. But if they don't really seem like they're a good guy or they're not interested in asking you out, just move on. I am a proponent, though, of women asking men out because, you know, it's 2019. You can do what you want. Do that. Be confident. Be brave. You got this. So what do you do when you have that date? Dinner and a movie? Dinner and drinks? Drinks and a movie? Really up to you. I would say that those are fine date ideas for maybe a second and third date when you're getting to know each other. I'm a fan of just meeting up for drinks and maybe going somewhere that there's a board game that you can play. It's really an activity that you can do that'll keep you talking. Because if you go to a movie, you can't like talk about it. One time I went to on a movie date, it was actually to the Harry Potter movie, um, Crimes of Grindelwald. And the dude just fucking tried to explain it to me the whole time. I'm like, I probably know more than you about Harry Potter. You don't have to do that. Um, so that's something you definitely, you don't want to do that. Have a relaxed environment and get yourself pumped up because you are a beautiful, sexy woman or man and you are here to claim what you want and that's totally okay. So be relaxed, have fun and you know, make sure you can talk to them and ask them good questions about yourself. I think you don't have to follow this, but I will link it in the show notes. One great question source is that New York Times article that came out a while ago, and it is called 36 Questions to Fall in Love. They have great questions, and you'll definitely learn a lot about, you know, your date partner if you are feeling that. And if the date sucks, you can get out of it. That's the beauty of online dating. You know, you don't have to see them again. You can be like, oh, okay, like I had a good time, but thank you next. Don't say that. That would be terrible and mean, but just text them that. Maybe talk to them. It Just text them that and then, you know, go on the next date. That feels more fun and aligned to you. Um, Dr. Nerdlove also has some really good suggestions for first dates that are a little bit unconventional, but still fun. Um, I will definitely link those in the show notes as well, because I feel like this episode is getting really long. I don't want to keep you for that much longer. 
And I just want to say, don't get bummed when someone doesn't message you back. It happens more than you think, and ghosting is very prevalent. Um, unfortunately, I have ghosted people. I don't feel good about it, but I have. Um, and you certainly can ghost people when, you know, they're being creepy and you don't want to talk to them. But try to be respectful of people because, really, we're all just in this together and... That's the fun part. We're all trying something new. We're getting out of our comfort zones. And, you know, if if I can do it, you can online date too. I promise. So go forth, swipe on those apps, and let me know how it goes. And let me know how I can help. You need a wing woman to hype you up. I got you. You need someone to come up with pickup lines. I got you. Um, I hope you learned a little bit about online dating and maybe what the apps to choose or first date ideas. Um, I can't wait to hear if this, if anything good comes, I can't wait to hear how it all goes. So keep in touch and I will see you next time on the Shit You Need to Know podcast. Thanks for listening to the Shit You Need to Know podcast. I've set up a phone number in case you have a question you need answering or just want to talk. Feel free to give me a ring at 301-941-7448. That's 301-941-SHIT. Also, don't give me a ring. No one does that. You can text the number too. I don't know why I said ring. If you enjoyed this episode of the Shit You Need to Know podcast, feel free to subscribe on iTunes and rate it five stars.